Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at hillvarsityclub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at hailvarsityclub.com. Trigger warning. The following episode contains conversations referring to abuse, sexual assault, and suicide. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. And today we were going to record an interview, but life happens sometimes. And uh, when you can't record the interview, you have to have a plan B. So Sadie and Sasha, life tip number one, always have a plan B. Um, But we're going to get that. Yes, we're going to get to that interview here in a couple of weeks. Like, sometimes you just have a bad fucking night and you wake up and you're like, I can't do this. And that's cool. Honor whatever you need to fucking do. <laughs> like, right. And we were talking. So while we were waiting for the interview um, to potentially, you know, do or do not happen, you know, <laughs> you kind of know after like 10 minutes, it's like, mm, they're not yeah. on yet. Like, hope, are, are they good? Coming. Let's send them a message. Make sure everything's OK. Um, but we were kind of spitballing what we might talk about. And we were talking about how we were, you know, we set intentions with the last mental health check episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we could do an intentions checkup. And Sasha's like, well, I haven't done shit with mine. And I was like, dude, <laughs> I don't even have one. So don't feel bad. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, well, maybe my intention should be actually giving myself the grace we tell everybody else to give themselves. Absolutely. Well, my my biggest thing too, like, has just been getting back to consistency. It's not that I've been horrendously inconsistent. I just stopped doing a couple of the things that kept me super consistent. And so the last couple of weeks, actually, since we recorded that episode, I've been a lot better about it. But then again, you know, life fucking happens. Yeah. Um, sometimes you don't sleep well the night no. before. Um, you know? Yeah. It, whatever. It Sometimes it just fucking life goes to shit while you're sleeping you yeah. know sometimes your fucking purse gets stolen out of your car and yeah. then you come home and your dog is shitting all over your rug yeah like <laughs> that's why mario's nickname is poops because he literally shit on a wall once bro you know i like- didn't save those photos but i wish i did <laughs> okay so if you have if you don't know this story um backstory on that uh literally every nickname mario has the great dane mm-hmm. as you've seen some of our clips on our accounts <laughs> he's like half asleep gnawing with on the, a bone right? i know <laughs> he doesn't sleep without a bone or toy in his mouth he's yeah. hilarious but when he was still a puppy i heard it before i saw it and if you have a dog or a puppy or even a cat they make noises before something really terrible is about to either be vomited up or in this case, shot out of their ass. And that sound is usually <laughs> something to the tune of, 
Yep. Or or the gurgle. Oh. For yeah. him, it was a fart. And I was like, that doesn't sound very good, like at all. And I come running down the stairs. I'm getting my stepson ready for school. We're about to leave, and he literally was standing butt against the wall and shat up our wall. He sure did. I saw so his. I rarely ever refer to Mario by Mario. It's always poops um, or poopy puppy. And so there, there's that backstory. Senor You're welcome. Shits on the wall. Yes. He's like, Sir, why shits are you, a lot. He's like, why are you making fun of me? You guys are bitches. <laughs> but like, sorry, so, man, you shit on the wall. And you know what's funny, and this actually ties together, is that I almost was late Magic. getting Aiden to school yeah. because the dog shit on the wall. Full circle. <laughs> yes. Dude, it was bad. The yeah. photos, like it looked like someone took a toothpaste tube of shit and like oh, that jumped was not on even... it and then it went like that was a different. Oh, oh yeah. that was a different time. Yes. Oh. The, so uh, maybe I'll have to put this picture up and I'll cut this out <laughs> for context. But our old neighbor <laughs> from the old neighborhood always loves to give Mario treats. And she gave him like three or four one of these nights. <laughs> Dude, I'm crying. And he woke up in the middle of the night. And honestly, I didn't hear it. I woke up because it stunk so bad. We have white carpet in our upstairs bedroom. And there was literally shit everywhere. And not like full turds. It was liquid shit fucking everywhere. Straight up liquid shit all over the wall. So, I took a terrible <laughs> opportunity to get a drink. Wow. So literally life happens sometimes. <sighs> shit literally does happen. Shit literally happens. Well, while I can laugh <sighs> about it now, that was oh, not a great so, night. You were so mad. I was you because were, I was like, what do I even do? You like, you have to let it dry. You texted me. I was awake <laughs> still. You texted me at like three 30 in the morning. You're like, where can I find a carpet shampooer as soon as I wake up? And it was a, it was a Sunday. Yeah. And so nobody oh. was, uh, no one was open. Nothing. So it had to sit there. You know, Shit stained carpet. You know, for something two days. bad happens to one of your friends and like you can't do anything about it and they tell you about it and you just make that noise where you're just like, oh. Yeah. That. Yeah. I still have that picture. <laughs> I'll I'll put it. I'm gonna clip this and yeah. post it and be like, you know what? Sometimes shit literally happens. Here, let's do the TikTok effect. Yes, there and, you go. And some of our listeners have children, and so like you know, kids oh God, don't necessarily have- always sleep well through the night. Sometimes they have shitting incidences too, or projectile vomit. Yes, like, yes, dude. When I was little, I got so so. I used to sleep on the couch because ever since I was a little kid, I've always slept with the TV on. Um, yeah, and I used to sleep too. on the couch sometimes. And uh, I got really, really sick one night and I puked into the inside cushion of our sectional. My mom, I'm surprised she didn't kill me. I would have been so pissed at me. I woke up one night. I was thinking I was still sleeping in a crib. I I vividly remember this. It's like probably my first memory that I remember. But I I think I was maybe three or four and I puked. But it was like when I think about it now, it looked like cat, like pate. Oh, yeah. And then... They put like the, we have one of those here, like the little plastic things on the door. So mm-hmm. you, I couldn't get out because I had like basically broken my nose like two weeks before that. Oh. Because um, I, my mom told me to stop running and I kept running anyway and slipped on a book on hardwood floor and landed straight on my nose. Anyway. Ow. Uh, but I ended up falling back asleep and it got all in my hair. Oh no. And I'm like crying for my mom and she comes in and they're like, oh no. <laughs> it was like dead middle of the night. Mm. but that shit happens yes. you know like you can't dogs can't help it 
You know, it's not his. I wasn't or mad at the dog. You I wasn't leave your mad house at the kid. You, know? you walk under an awning and a bird shits on your head. Right. Exactly. I've had that happen before too. And many you times. know, we've all had those days. <laughs> and like, so when we're really hard on ourselves because, you know, maybe you couldn't get to the gym that day or you didn't get the walk in because you were grumpy. Yeah. It's, it's literally one day. Like, it's fine. We all have fucking shitty days. Also, a big thing to remember is we are we are entering year three of this fucking whatever mm. pandemic now mm. now there's stealth omicron by the way we learned this morning um neat awesome real excited for that um but it just like we're all fucking burned out yeah we're all fucking burned out well and that's- even if your life is good you're still fucking burned out because just collectively as just a species right now it's really fucking stressful to be a human holy shit yeah exactly and so i think like some of what we wanted to touch on today was just like giving you know we talk about grace and being kind to yourself actually we talk quite a bit about being kind to other people mm-hmm. but i don't know the, how much of an entire episode we spent on actually being kind to yourself yeah you should be kind to yourself like you are to other people Oh my gosh. So that love that you yeah. put out into the world and that kindness that you lend to other people, make sure you're also doing that for yourself. Yeah, that was a big thing. That was a big therapy breakthrough for me. <laughs> um, yeah. And my therapist at the time had to, because I'm the, I'm like the den mom friend. Like Sasha and I are both the den mom friends. So like, if you fuck with our friends, like we'll come for you. Mm-hmm. Um, like no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, but when it comes to fucking with me, Sometimes will, I'll just lay down and yeah, be like, okay, I just let you're it probably right. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm used to, well, we were just, you know, pre-programmed that way by how we were raised or not raised since we essentially both raised ourselves, but like right. we're programmed differently. So I get like ferociously fucking defensive of my friends. Mm-hmm. Me too. Full stop. Like we'll eviscerate you. We'll take a bullet. We'll throw punches. We'll fucking hurt somebody very seriously if you fuck with my friends. But I will not do the same thing for me. And my therapist was like, okay, well, so what if this was happening to one of your friends? What would you say? I'd be like, well, I'd tell them this is fucking bullshit and this is why. And she's mm-hmm. like, okay, then why is this any different for you? And I was like, ah, you did it. What? <laughs> because, because I suck. Because <laughs> I, uh, the rules I'm for everybody else. Garbage. <laughs> exactly. And, like right. Sasha and I have had this conversation and before. Not, I don't mean exactly no. right. Like, no, I know. Yes, I you're know. right. You are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can relate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hashtag same. But like, I've had this conversation with my friends and Lurie as well like we were all raised very similarly by moms that just didn't always like they didn't attention. think they knew how to be moms they didn't like, and know. that's okay you know what fucking it happens but like her mom has figured out that she may have been able to do a better job your right. mom has figured out that right. she may have been able to do a better job my mom's just fucking doing whatever yeah. fuck she wants so she can fuck <laughs> off but like they conditioned us to, you know, have so much shame and self-hatred because that's like my mom very rarely laid a finger on me. It was all emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. It was words. They yep. would get drunk and make me sit on the step in the garage and they would fucking yell at me or berate me for the things that I did wrong. But when you hear that stuff over and over and over again, it becomes it. your own self-dialogue. Yes. You um, internalize that shit. And that's why it's so important to talk to yourself differently. So you break that cycle. Yes, absolutely. And and a, a lot of the Sasha stop sign is going to be brought up again. But a lot of times you can't. You can't um, Sorry, I was drinking. <laughs> you can't. You don't always catch it right away. Yeah. Right. So like until someone else points it out to you. So that light bulb moment you were just talking yes. about with your therapist. So like that. But also 
everybody needs that friend, especially if you're kind of like us, where you've been just the fucking punching bag for everyone else in your life's problems up until a certain point where you got sick of it and realized that you weren't the fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you need that person to be around and be like, hey, dude, you know, that's not you, right? Right. Exactly. And like, that was the biggest thing for me. Like one night I was sitting at Lupula with Luray and we were talking and I was like, yeah, but people fucking hate me. And she's like, what are you talking about? You're like the nicest fucking person we know. Everybody here loves you. And I'm like, no, I'm a real asshole. And she's like, dude, you may have been that way before because if that's where you were in your life and those were the people that you were around, but you're not that person anymore. And it's like, oh. But also okay. realizing too that like sometimes like what we perceive that other people think of us Mm -hmm. is how we actually think of ourselves Mm -hmm. so in a way it's like projecting onto other people what actually how we you know that internal dialogue or like the beliefs that you have of yourself whether they are true or not you know like there's there's things in my life that i've done that i'm like you know i'm truly a fucking asshole and a piece of shit that doesn't mean now that i still currently am it means that i did shitty things in the past it doesn't make up the whole of the person yeah i trust me i have also done my <laughs> fair share of shitty things in the past but you get to a point where you realize that that's not you anymore mm-hmm. um and i was actually having this conversation with Lorraine the other day too uh i haven't been able to see her in like two weeks because yeah. she's been running through the fucking covid gauntlet at work so we've just been texting all time but uh we were talking about Haley williams for paramore the other day and Machine Gun Kelly covered Misery Business, which I think is such a low-hanging fruit fucking attention grab. But anyway, um, we were talking about Haley doesn't even like that song anymore because that's not the person that she is. Right. Yep. She has changed. She's like, mm-hmm. I don't like to sing that song. That song isn't me anymore. And it's like, God damn it. I understand what you mean. Like you, you can you could be this toxic fucking, you know, asshole in your past. But that doesn't mean that you have to be that person forever. Right. Well, and then reflecting on that, I was, when you were saying that, I was thinking about like, there's songs that I still love that have taken on a different meaning Mm -hmm. as I've, you know, evolved as a person, as I've grown as a person. Like I'm thinking specifically of one every time I die song, R.I.P. Oh, I'm so sorry, dude. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I would be fucking heartbroken if Trio broke up in such a public fashion as what's happening with every time I die. Favorite, favorite lyricist. Like uh, he's brilliant anyway, uh, but the words are obviously the same in the song. Mm-hmm. The song means something entirely different to me now. Because the context within what happened to you has changed. Exactly. Yep. And that's why I love emo music. Yeah. Because as we get older, it's like, oh, oh, that's what this means. Yeah. Okay. I just, I think it's super important to, to the, again, context matters, right? Yeah. Like the person who knows your personal context best is yourself. Um, so like kind of trying to change. <laughs> You're not a piece of shit. Okay. No. People don't think you're a piece of shit. You're not. Like everybody fucking screws up. Sometimes you're having a day. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden you get to beat the shit out of yourself. Yeah. Because again, the sum doesn't make up the whole. No, nothing good comes from fucking beating the shit out of yourself. Mm-hmm. Let's be completely honest. As someone who is a professional at beating the shit out of themselves, like I still have social anxiety over interactions that happened 15 mm-hmm. years ago that no one even fucking remembers. That's how good Same. I am at beating yeah. myself up. Um, so like take it from us, like be nicer to yourself. Mm-hmm. It can be hard. Um, and that's why like we talk about therapy a lot. A, we've done it enough times to be able to give you a gist of how we've used it in our toolbox Mm. to help you where a therapy is expensive so if you can't afford it like we can kind of help 
show you some of the shit that we've looked up or even if we're just talking and sharing our truth and maybe in a way that could be helping someone in ways that we don't realize that happens a lot especially on episodes where i talk about my fucked up family bullshit Mm -hmm. i always get instagram dms like a week or two for a week or two after that where people are like really needed to hear this thank you and it's like yeah dude it's such a weird thing that people don't understand um and somebody posted on twitter the other day so you don't have to have any remorse for anything that happens to your abuser. Let's let's talk about this for a second. Since we're talking mm. about giving grace to people, let's talk about Shit. people you shouldn't give grace okay, to. Okay, here we go. Um, so there was a tweet that came out the other day, and it was a, a person tweeted that their abuser got in a car accident and that they were like, we, we up today. Like, it's a good day. We're ahead. We're in the green. Um, and somebody was messaged them and was like, are you going to carry that hatred in your heart forever? And you should you should forgive this person they might have been abused too and you should have some compassion and it's like no No. full stop once the abused person becomes the abuser there is no compassion because Mm -hmm. they don't have any compassion for what they did to you Mm -hmm. if they had compassion for what they did to you they wouldn't have done it for as long as they fucking did it right well and that that just made me think of and i don't talk about this very often um because one (laughs) it's uncomfortable for me I've, i've gotten over the years i mean this happened 11 years ago um but I, you know, I saw if, if the person who sexually assaulted me got in a car accident or was murdered, I wouldn't rejoice in the fact that someone passed away, but you also, but I also wouldn't feel fucking bad because that person took something from me. Yeah. Abusers take something from the people that they are victimizing. So like they take lots of things, they take your trust, they take your security, they take your fucking mental health. Yes. They, Yeah. And then you, you, the person, the abused are left to deal with that and pick up. The and pieces. you have to, for some fucking reason, defend yourself because yeah. you're always the asshole for coming out and saying, hey, this person fucking wronged me. Yes. And that's I think that I think that, you know, that's ultimately why we ended up implementing these episodes every single month, just yeah. because one, in a way, it's therapy for us. But two, I think that normalizing the conversation surrounding abuse abusers um any anything like that like we've been both been through a lot of shit yeah and i I, honestly some of these episodes like we don't even get it's like surface like there's been (laughs) dude yeah a lot if if we really like if if you had the whole book you would be like how are you guys so normal and we wonder (laughs) the same thing all the time I actually, when I was working in a hospital, when I was like the first time I went to college, I went to, I was going to school for nuclear medicine technology. It's fucking boring to me. <laughs> Kudos to whoever, who I wish I would have shadowed it By before way, I was almost you, done with my ever, degree. If you ever came to our TikTok and have called Sasha a dumb bimbo, she fucking studied nuclear medicine for a hot minute. So suck all the dicks, yeah. okay? The math is interesting. Oh, um, yeah. But the job itself at the time 20 years ago is boring as mm-hmm. sin. Anyway, I bet it's very different uh, now, though. Yes, but I was working in radiology department. It was a slow, you know, I was in MRI specifically, but it was a slow, like, Saturday or Sunday. And for whatever reason, we got on to talking about, you know, how we were brought up. And I was just like going through the countless shit that my mom and my stepdad mm. did to me. And they're like, at the end, are just looking at me like, the fuck? They're like, I, how yeah. are you even kind of normal? And I was like, I don't know. Like, it could be worse. <laughs> that that was my mantra for a long time because that's what got me worse. through. Yeah, it could be worse. My My mantra was always, well, at least they don't hit me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was already thinking about killing myself at age 15, but at least they weren't hurting me physically. Yeah. 
anymore. I mean, they've lost their fucking patience on me. I've had yardsticks snapped across my ass. I've I've taken the wire end of a fly swatter on the backs of my legs and my ass many times as a child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know if my grandparents abused my mom, but my dad beat the shit out of my mom. So, yeah, she used to be abused. And yes, mm-hmm. I, I really felt bad for her until I realized that she was taking her abuse and then using it as a way to fucking hurt me and cope with all the shit that was wrong with her. And, and that's, that's not fair. That's your fucking mom. dude. Yeah. You're supposed to be able to trust that person more than anyone else in the fucking world. So, like, when I have to explain to my husband that I have trust issues, this is why. Yeah. If I leave you in my fucking request folder on Instagram, it's not that I think you're a shitty asshole. It's I have trust issues and mm-hmm. I am very selective on who I fucking talk to and who I can fight in because I couldn't fucking trust anybody for a really long time. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, we talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, And BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, You can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, We've talked about that before too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, um, and talk through some things. It's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P, slash mtk um and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of meathead test kitchen you get 10 percent off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash mtk so if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help please check out betterhelp that's h-e-l-p.com slash mtk and get 10 percent off of your first month today generational abuse is is it sucks because it sucks when you have to be the person to that breaks the cycle. Phil and I had this conversation last night. It really, it really sucks because it, it puts a lot already, already you've, you've been burdened most of your life with dealing with abuse, but then breaking the cycle is something it's, I don't want to, the word burden is the only thing that comes to mind because I think that it is something that's shouldered. And therefore, in my opinion, is a burden. Yeah. For you some become reason, better always, for it. We always have to show the receipts, even though you can't just trust somebody as saying, Hey, my mom was really shitty to me. And it's like, well, yeah, that person lived with them. They probably know best. I bet they were shitty. Like, mm-hmm. why can't we just trust what people say when they come out with things? It's like their this? truth, like, not yours. Yeah. It's not for you to judge. You know, yeah. it's, it's, she's speaking her truth. Yeah. You know, I'm speaking my truth. It doesn't mean that like, you don't but, know because you weren't there. <laughs> but meanwhile, like my mother is running around fucking Dennis in Iowa crying to anyone that'll listen, vague whining that, 
well, she left and she won't talk to me. And I don't know why. Because you're a shitty person and I yeah. hate you. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> That's why. I hope you're listening to this episode. <laughs> you're a shitty person and I hate you. So, yeah. yeah, don't give grace to your fucking abusers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's one thing that you, it's not a requirement. Like, if it, yeah. if like the only thing from, and everybody deals with these types of things differently. So like, it's not it just like fitness and nutrition. It's not one size. Fits yeah. All. This is not the situation that happens for most people. I am very, very, very extreme circumstances of family bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I will be the first one to tell you that. Well, like, that's something too. I was going to say, like when we were talking about generational abuse and like mm -hmm. breaking the cycle, a lot of times the people who are doing these things don't one realize it probably till it's too late, but two, I don't know what the percentage is. I'm not going to put it on there, but most of the time aren't going to do the work to fix any of it. No, no. She told me that I needed to go to therapy. So I started going to therapy and the therapist was like, your mom's a fucking narcissist, dude. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh my God. And then I started reading more about it and being a child of a narcissist and why I am the personality type that I am. And like, it all fucking made sense. Like, holy shit. Like, yeah. everybody turned on every fucking light bulb in the house. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Well, but I, something that helped me, and that's what I was going to say, is like, therapy, yes, helped me. I had a lot of shit I needed to work through. Yeah. But and if me, you do, that's okay. Dude. Like, there's nothing. It's not your fault. It's Let us be the first people to tell you. Whatever happened what to you happened to you is, is not, not your, your fault. fault. You don't need to feel guilty or feel shameful about it because no. you didn't choose for it to happen to you. Exactly. It is on you to fix yourself, to do the work for you. Yes. And it sucks um, and it's it, hard and it takes time. It really does. It, it All of that. Um, something that really helped me, it took me a long fucking time and I still kind of struggle with it. I had to, in a couple of different instances, and we've talked about this on this podcast before, I had to, for me, to unburden myself from the sexual assault, from mm -hmm. the abuse that I experienced at home. I had to fucking forgive them for peace for myself. Yeah. Um, it took the burden itself then lifted. And I was like, just for me, like, I don't have to accept what you did to me as right, but I have to be willing for myself to forgive those two specific people because otherwise it would have fucking destroyed me. Right. It would have. And that was the last, I was like, I'll be goddamned if you fucking take me down. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I forgive you for me yeah. selfishly but otherwise fuck you yeah fuck you you're not I, taking any more than you already took yeah and if i see you on the street i'll fucking run you <laughs> no shit like, not my real. mom i'm good with her now but yeah. yeah no like i fully i fully know that like i'm gonna i'm gonna find out about either my nephew is gonna text me or my sister-in-law that my 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 brother's widow um mm -hmm. either one of them will text me or i'll read about it in the fucking paper obituaries when mm -hmm. my parents die and then then i'll be fucking free yeah because you, you know what? Deal with what the again. fuck's my sister going to do? That bitch ain't got shit. <laughs> like, yeah. she ain't got shit on me. She thinks yeah. that she is so fucking... She's literally the dumbest fucking person I know. <laughs> like, let's talk about narcissists. Narcissists aren't smart. They only think they're smart. Mm -hmm. This is why... <laughs> this yeah. is why they're so high on themselves. They think that they're the best fucking person ever in the world and that their shit doesn't stink. And it's like, mm -hmm. you are the dumbest, most bland fucking piece of shit ever. Like every narcissist I've ever run into in my life, I'm like, you have no fucking personality. Your personality is that you're a fucking asshole. Right. Yeah. 
And that that's unfortunate. Yeah. For you. It is but very I don't unfortunate. Have to deal with it's that. not my fucking problem anymore. And <laughs> exactly. I don't have to choose to deal with it. And you don't have to choose to deal with it either if you're dealing with that shit. Like you never have to give any validity or any time to toxic people in your life. You if don't. they're sucking away your joy, like shit in the world is fucking crazy enough as is. Like we I am I'm done bitching at politicians on Twitter. Done doing it. You know why? Because it doesn't make me feel any better anymore. And it doesn't fucking do anything. Right. So I'm back to treating my Twitter like a MySpace account and MSN Messenger statuses in 2005. So if you want to know what <laughs> random emo song I'm listening to, come find the lyrics. But like, I'm done fucking doing that shit because it's not doing any good for me. It's not helping anybody. It's time to just focus on what you're doing right now to make yourself happy and to make the people around you better. Like, that's the name of the game right now. So whatever that looks like for you, fucking do it and do it to 150,000%. And if if you have a bad fucking day, don't also then beat yourself up because yeah. you feel or perceive that you need to be at a certain point. You know what? The point been, you're at is where you're at. There have been days where I literally will get out of bed and I won't shower until 6 p.m. There's and some I don't days do I don't shower all at all. Yeah. Like, sometimes <laughs> need you a just day. don't feel like fucking doing anything and you know what that's okay life's coming at us real fucking fast right now yep yep be be literally be kind to yourself please like we mentioned already but we're I'm gonna, gonna be you better again. about it and you can like we're you gonna can be too accountability send us a dm yeah um email us you know we i've been trying to do better there's still some emails i'm really embarrassed that i left a couple of emails they fell through the cracks i need to send back if you've been email me like a month ago i'm really sorry um but see again we're Life human happens <laughs> yeah. dude and like if you have a job that's based on deadlines like so we're working on me head athletics shit and i finished the first drafts of the ebooks and it took me i don't know like four actual days of like dedicated like full days i was like i'm just gonna fucking do these and sasha i'm gonna try to have them to you by wednesday and i got them done on tuesday morning at like 2 a.m yeah. so i was ahead of time and it was awesome all day tuesday i had anxiety and I was like, why the fuck am I so and it's anxious? Amazing that you did like got those done, but I still haven't had a chance to look at and them. And it's fine. been two days. That's fine. But, and I, you know, like here's I the just thing. wanted to make sure that you had them for whenever <laughs> you had time to look at them because I know that you'll be this week. Hella busy this because weekend. they will be done. I be hate done. knowing that people go. are waiting on me. <laughs> but but that's the thing like sometimes anxiety like creeps up on you like yeah. for no fucking reason because that's like how the, anxiety works I felt like the back of my head was on fire all day and it was so shitty i was so irritable for no reason and like i just kept uh, turning to phil and i'm like man i'm so sorry i know that i'm like stir crazy i know i'm irritable i'm not fun yeah. to be around right now i slept like shit last night and my husband needed help with something and i was like fucking pissed off about it it took literally five minutes but then I had to call and own my shit, which we also have a podcast episode about. Yes. I had to own my shit and be like, hey, man. Sorry I yelled at you. I understand that I am tired, but that does not mean I get to be a bitch to you. So I apologize. We, that was not okay. We have a term for that in our house when I'm like that, and it is bitch duck. Yeah. From Family Guy. OG Family Guy. This is bitch duck. And it's fucking Lois with a duck bill on her face. Um, but yeah, when I'm like that, I'm like, sorry, I was bitch duck. It's it, it sucks, <laughs> but we all we are all also human, yeah. you know. Like so, the, those things are gonna happen. But make sure that you own your fucking bullshit. Also, too. this is why it's so important to learn how you're wired. This is mm -hmm. why, like, knowing your personality. I know it's knowing your personality type is not like knowing your fucking horoscope. They are very like 
very fucking different, but people look at them the same way. Like if someone has their MBTI score or their fucking, you know, letters or their anagram in their profile pic, people are like, Oh, it's like fucking telling everybody that you're a tourist. No, no, this is a public service announcement. If you want to talk to me, this is how I fucking click. So if you misunderstand what I say, it's not my fault. You're basically (laughs) sharing like your love language and how you operate. Like it's not a love language. The anagram thing is interesting. uh, has been eye opening to me because Mm -hmm. When you go through and you you don't have to do this, but I'm just sharing with you like how eye opening it was for me to understand things about myself that I knew but didn't know how to put words to. Yes. It's like reading an instruction I, manual about your brain. It really is. <laughs> I am a nine with um shades of two. Or no. One. A two. I'm two with shades of one. Yeah. Um, somebody that I've Victress Inc. Uh, oh yeah yeah is a nine and yes. so i always see hers anyway we're, we th- i think that's why we mesh well because we're just like i'm the one you're the two she's the nine and i i um i am very this is gonna i hate saying it out loud because it makes me feel gross but i do things for other people because i want to be needed i need to be needed but that's a thing from but i also upbringing. then ex- i expect without saying that i also want things mm-hmm for people to be there for me, but I never verbalize it. And then I get upset. <laughs> it's it, And every time I read those, I'm like, God damn it. I think some of the stuff for you, the hard part has been, and it was a struggle for me too, learning to take the help when it's offered. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that like, somehow means that I'm lesser if no, I need help. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. That's what my brain always but tells it doesn't. me. I know, but I had to get through that too. And like that one day when I was like, I texted you and you got like, you radio silenced me for like the whole day. I was like, she's mad at me that I asked her how her day was because I know how she ticks. And I was like, she's annoyed. At I know. Right I literally <laughs> I was, did not look at my phone hardly at all. No, no, day. no. I'm talking about like a while ago. That oh. one day, that one day that you like found your, yourself annoyed that I asked you how your day was oh yeah and i was just like because take the help i'm offering please i was like (laughs) upset i was upset because somehow that means to me that i yeah i could do a whole entire episode of how my brain works backwards i feel exposed and i don't like that it's fine it's because we speak the same language but that's why i'm like yo i'm offering you the help yeah you know that i don't offer help leave me alone now i'm Ah. not i'm not that person anymore now that i've learned my lesson because when I was an unhealthy one and an unhealthy INTJ, mm-hmm. which are both very fucking stubborn, um, very determined, like yeah. I am, I'm a pain in the ass human being. Like I'm just genetically wired to be a fucking pain in the ass. And I throw middle fingers to everything because that's just what I do. I'm a rebellious <laughs> shit. It's not just a phase. It's been my whole fucking life. Um, but it's like. I don't like to ask for help either. I fucking hate it because I feel like if I can't do something, I'm not doing a good enough job at being whatever I am for whoever's around. Yep. But again, you can't fucking, you can't pour that water into the cup. If your pitcher's empty, empty. it's just not possible. It's and that I actually, you know, I'm glad and we'll end on this, but I'm glad that you brought that up because in my therapy session this week, I mentioned that I felt off balance and it's because I haven't been able to manage my time the way that I want to because I've got so I've got a lot on my plate. The my part of my problem is I will say I'm a yes person because like I just mentioned a little bit ago, I want to be able to be what everyone needs me to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting to the point where my picture is almost empty. So if I don't do put, put things in place that I have to look forward to, which for me is like taking a couple days off mm-hmm. in a couple weeks. But if I don't do that, 
I'm going to be running on empty and sand's going to start coming out. And then I make mistakes when I don't normally make mistakes. And I pride myself on not making mistakes. But if you're pulling, pouring from an empty pitcher and you're not being kind to yourself and not taking care of yourself, yeah, you, I think in my opinion, and just for me, I end up being the things that I don't want to. Yeah. And I pride myself on not being because and, I'm pouring from empty. And that's the funny thing about the Enneagram too, is when you figure out what Enneagram type you are. So when you're healthy, you are like X, Y, Z. But when you're not, when you're not, you're a complete opposite. So when I'm not in a good place, I am like, okay, normal me on a good day, good brain day. I am like the most chill, fucking rational, non-confrontational person ever in real life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I had to be that way. Like I was watching um, the Simpsons last night and it was the episode where Lisa realizes that she's a Buddhist mm. and she's like, why are you a Buddhist? And Carl is like, if I didn't have inner peace, I would kill you all. That. Yeah. I had to fucking find inner peace because if I didn't, I was going to destroy myself and everyone around me. <laughs> when you <laughs> not, when you aren't healthy, you are the complete fucking opposite. So when I'm not healthy, I am. I'll burn the fucking world down Dude, when I'm not real. in a good place. For real. And, and on I purpose have broken, because I've broken so yep. many very expensive things when I'm angry. And it's it, and I do it. Which is I, something I just, I've been trying. I to, destroy I, I just, it. Not even oof. like physically. I just destroy things because I'm not in a good place. So I need everything to be down on quote unquote my level. I yep. need the chaos. I, it's taken me a long fucking time mm-hmm. to stop doing that shit. It's hard. A it's long hard to time. not live in the chaos when the chaos is all you know. Yes. And sometimes we create it because it's our comfort place. But yeah. your place of comfort isn't, isn't a good anymore. basis. It's not that to well, judge yeah. things off. Oh of. my god, that's such a great meme the other day yes. too. It's like your com- what did I post that yesterday? Hold yeah, on, I'm and I posted it, it a couple weeks ago because it spoke to me too. <sighs> Yeah. You don't get, you don't make progress by sitting in your comfort zone. Yeah, you have to step outside of it. You can't rely on the things that got you by when you've lived through trauma because that is that that's just like where you're comfortable. That doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. But getting out of that place of comfort, especially because it usually is chaos, will help you grow. Yeah, when you're not used to being confident, confidence feels like arrogance. Yep. Wow, that was a fucking thing that happened I, to me in college. It was I like thought a about gut broadcasting bomb. school specifically there because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I was either the most loved or most hated person, depending on who you talk to. And it was just because I was fucking naturally good at what we did. And people you know what's funny it. about that? That always stands out to me. I, this is, maybe it speaks to somebody else, but it was a light bulb but moment also, for me like, in therapy. You and I spent I a lot hated, of late nights at 4 a.m. in those fucking production But I fucking hated arrogant people. Or people who I perceived as arrogant when They've probably ninety per- no 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 ninety oh. percent of the time it was because they had confidence that I couldn't muster. Oh, I perceived it as arrogance because they were just okay. confident. See, I just don't like that. Was a like people, a lot a light bulb moment, moment to me. And my therapist called me on it. Oof. She's like, "You don't like him because he's confident. It's not he's not arrogant. You don't like him because he's confident, and it's something that you want that you don't have currently." And that's a big like, thing fuck. too. Like, if you suffer, I used to suffer from FOMO a shit ton. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like that's that's something you got to work on. So like, if you're used to like, if you when you're not used to being confident, it feels like arrogance. When you're used to being passive, assertiveness feels like aggression. And when you're not used to letting like getting your needs met, prioritizing yourself feels selfish. Your comfort zone is not a good benchmark. Period. We'll end on that. Yes. Go buy some merch. We got yes. some new shit in the fucking shop. Shop.herdatmedia.com. Um, couple t-shirt designs, hoodies. Our hoodies are fucking awesome, by the way. They're super yeah. warm. They're really thick. 
Uh, if you want a good over gym clothes hoodie, go a size up. I have a medium and I love it. Yeah. Um, we've got t-shirts, we've got hats, we've got beanies, we've got bags. Uh, go vote for us in the sports podcast awards. Please. The links are in our bio. Um, yes. it's, it takes not very much time. You make you an account sign up. It doesn't cost, but you they don't, they won't you can opt you out of like them yeah. sending you shit. Yeah. Though, they too, won't so. send you shit. Um, so please do that. Um, uh, last time I checked, we were in second, uh, voting ends at towards the end of this month slash, or I think it's the first week of March or March 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an honor to even be a part of it, but it'd be even cooler if we won. It's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> wild. It's like, yeah, I mean, it would be really fucking cool if we won. And the fact that we're in second means that we have a fucking shot, which is really exciting. Like, yes. Again, I am the most chill person ever. So it's really hard to get me genuinely excited about this, but I am fucking jacked about shit. Yeah. This, this is shit. awesome. This shit is awesome. Um, because we, so we submitted for it back in like, I don't know, November. Mm hmm. You were like, hey, we need to put a composite together. And that's like talk for, hey, it's like a preview of our show. So yeah. we did that. And then we didn't expect to hear anything. And they're like, hey, you're in the finals. And we're like, well, fuck, what, what now? <laughs> Sweet. Huh? So yeah, check that out. All the links are in our bio. Um, Make we, sure that you're following us on all the socials. Yeah, um, TikTok and Instagram mostly. Like we're on we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We post everything there too. But if, if you're looking for more information about the shit we talk about, TikTok and Instagram. And we use yeah. them both for different things because yep. you can't do static images on TikTok. And, uh, and so. static images do better on Instagram. Yeah, so thing. follow us wherever. We're at Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere. But Twitter, Meathead, uh, we're MTK staff there. Mm-hmm. Um, sign up Send for the Send us Meathead. an email. Yeah, that too. Send us an email. Hello at MeatheadTestKitchen.com if you have questions. Um, or if you just need to yell into the void and... Mm. Whatever. We're here for it. We got you. (laughs) Um, Meathead Athletics is launching February 1st. Check that out. Meatheadathletics.com. Sign up for the newsletter. It may or may not get you inside access before anybody else to our shit. Uh All right. Be awesome. As Bill and Ted say, be excellent to each other. And yourself. And yourself. Especially yourself. Because when you're nicer to yourself, it in turn makes you nicer to everyone else. That is true. Meathead Test Kitchen. Out. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha. Every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.